Hello and welcome to the RDK podcast. I'm your host, Jamie Walker, and today I'm joined by Carlos Santos from Cone Media. Carlos, it's a pleasure to have you. Thank you, Jamie. It's a pleasure to uh, to participate in the podcast. Look forward for the session today. Uh, thank you once again. No problem at all. Um, so, Carlos, can you tell me a little bit about who Cone are and what you do? Sure. Uh, well, start a little bit about myself, right? Uh, so I joined KU Media one in one year and a half, uh, more or less. I mean, I spent pretty much all of my life uh, doing uh, operator uh, uh, um, uh, uh, professional life, right? So I've, I've worked past life in Liberty Global, Vodafone. Uh, then you know this challenge pop up in my uh, in my in my way. So I, I have decided to join Kayon because uh, the challenge was was quite appealing. So I pretty much join as head of products. So I'm responsible for business development and product strategy, product definition. So I work very close uh, with my sales team uh, based in Europe. So we are splitted by different regions where we engage pretty much on a daily basis we engage with uh, focusing on the european operators we, we talk with most of these operators we try to understand you know what is the demand what they are driving and what they are seeing you know ahead of them right so most of the times we center the attention in terms of today but we we we, we tried as an oem understand what is you know the next tendency so um, that is pretty much, you know, uh, what I do on a daily basis. Of course, uh, fully supported by the team uh, based in Korea. So KN Media is is based in Seoul. So that there is where uh, HQ uh, is represented with all uh, the strategy and also the R&D center. Uh, and pretty much, you know, my second uh, goal uh, as, as head of products uh, in, in Europe is to translate the needs of the local operators and you know reshuffle that pretty much build the bridge towards uh, uh towards seoul and make sure that you know at the end of the day we uh, we have a product that meets uh, the european market demands yeah so that is pretty much also because you know we are a global company so sometimes what is applicable for example in asia may not be applicable in europe actually okay. we see a lot of synergies but this is pretty much where I sit down and, you know, my responsibilities inside the group. Okay, wow. So obviously quite a distance for you between uh, Portugal now where, where you're living and, and, and Korea, right? But again, looking into the company, you're introduced to some really important technology within the operator space, right? Um, I think one of your most important work streams is related to, to RDK. Um, can you tell us how Cone have utilized this platform? Sure. Um, so, I, I mean, before I address the question, right, I need to create here a baseline, right? So uh, on why RDK is the key differentiating in product offer. And please keep into consideration that Cone has pretty much two work streams. One is the video and the other one is a broadband. We try to find in the middle, right? Because that is w what we believe it's driving uh, the differentiator. So three three elements, right? That we look on the daily base. Yeah? So, and that is pretty much driven by the RDKV uh, interest. Yeah? First one is platform and standardization, right? So uh, as you probably know, um, we have millions of deployed devices, right? So, and it's very important, you know, that after the deployments, 
we continue to maintain those products. So when it comes to the product life cycle and the maintenance, it is very important that our strategy uh, selects the right platform and follow standardization. Yeah, because that will relieve the pressure specifically when it comes to the product maintenance and you know specifically mm -hmm. on when it comes to the development. So point number one, right? Second point is all about convergency and aggregation. I'm not talking only about when when we hear about convergency in in video, we we think about OTT apps. That's the first thing that comes uh, or pops up our head. But it's not just that, right? It's also about the data aggregation and how we can create additional value to the operators for additional revenue streams, right? So, for example, okay. you know, recommendation engines. Right, search engines, you know, all of that is part of what we consider this convergency and aggregation. And the third point, of course, you know, is is related to the user experience. As I mentioned to you, we speak daily with operators and all of them, you know, in, in their uh, strategy is uh, all of their strategy is driven by user experience. Right. So what we try to do here is to create, you know, a vision or, you know, a preposition. It's not the concept. Right, it's more than a concept. It's a preposition, um, tailor-made, yeah, to fit and and uh, to fit, you know, operator uh, uh, demands. Yeah, so th those are pretty much the three pillars that we uh, uh, we represent. Now, how is Kayon using RDKV to position our preposition? Right, so uh, two streams, very very simple, right? So we are an active OEM collaborating with RDK Central. Yeah, so the proof is that we are one of the leaders OEM, for example, collaborating on the video accelerator. And we are using that work to create what we call a baseline framework accepted across the community, uh, you know, pretty much to achieve a fast time to markets, a fast integration, and also deliver an optimal product. It's not our goal to reinvent the wheel. Right, Jamie? We don't want to reinvent the wheel. So that is, you know, what we are trying to achieve here when we collaborate uh, with uh, with uh, with RDK, right? Also, RDKV is also for us, you know, a way to upgrade legacy. I think we will explore more what I meant with uh, upgrade legacy. But by default, we need, you know, when it comes to the RDK uh, part, we need lower resources, right? Which makes these achievable. Uh, and also for your information, we are about to kick off a major, you know, uh, migration program uh, with RDK in one of the largest tier one operators in Europe. So this is very, very important for us. And this is how we are pretty much using RDK to position uh, our, our, our preposition. Yeah. The second part, is related to the connectivity. Once again, as we mentioned in the beginning, uh, inside uh, Kayon, we truly believe that the broadband and the video ecosystem will eventually merge. And we are making a huge effort to create this bridge, right? So, I mean, just to give you an example, or the perfect example is to use Wi-Fi, you know, uh, to address specific concerns that operators may have about multicast streaming, you know, access of the OTT uh, applications anywhere. And this is, you know, this is the pretty much the holistic view and how we are using RDK to position, you know, our products into the market. Wow. Okay. So it's 
I, great insight in, in, into that side, Carlos. And I guess you're giving operators uh, a quick and easy access way to, to market, right? As, as you said, by having everything in preparation there Correct. for them. Um, so the platforms uh, that you've used in the past to create similar products, how did they work out for you in comparison to RDK? Well, uh, good question, yeah. So, uh, uh, so uh, let's be honest here, yeah. So, uh, looking to Kion background, majority of our deployments are based on Linux. Okay, so we have pretty much built our reference, our story, uh, since day one, accommodating specific customer requirements, right? We also have a large base deployment on Android TV. And I truly, I personally truly believe that uh, RDKV will bring a new angle to this picture, right? Uh, I mean, just for your uh, information, right now we are reaching the number of 10 million deployed setup bosses, so we are quite happy with the achievements across the globe. But you know, we want to do more, and we we can say today that we have an experienced and dedicated team you know, that is capable to create pretty much this abstraction layer and integrate in any configuration a very complex system. Yeah, the proof is out there, right? So, uh, you know, we we are pretty much agnostical platforms, yeah? But what we see now, yeah, and this is now, you know, the translation here to our uh, topic, what we see now is that operators want to go fast and they will also want to go cheap. But let's let's put the cost a little bit aside, yeah? They want to go fast. They want to integrate more apps. They want to have more control control of their customer experience. And this is where we see the lights on the R RDKV, right? Um, so I personally believe in looking into the market position, you know, specifically talking about uh, Europe, I truly believe that RDKV will start to address very soon not what we call the greenfield, right? Because that is already pretty much driven by large operators. You know, we have plenty of examples like Liberty Global, uh, uh, specifically when you look to Europe, yeah? I'm giving the example of Europe, even Sky. But I mm -hmm. truly believe that RDKV, and this is, you know, the link to this new angle, will, dri will drive what I call, you know, the brownfield. Yeah, so a migration platform, to enable access to a unified customer experience and the rich store application, still keeping the control inside the operators, right? And this is what I meant going fast, right? Not reinventing the wheel. And I truly believe this is, you know, what is happening in the markets. And this is, you know, pretty much how we see things uh, uh, moving forward, yeah? Please don't take me wrong. We are, you know, happy with the milestones that we have achieved, but we are paying attention to the markets, to the demands. And this is one angle uh, which I, I truly support. And um, as I mentioned to you, uh, it's already happening in Europe uh, and it's just a beginning of because it pretty much allows operators to reuse their baseline deploys so no more hardware, if you want to put no more new hardware, but just introduce, you know, the new concepts that pretty much RDK, specifically with V4, is bringing as a, a added value uh, to the um, to this industry. Yeah, that's it, right? And I think this is where RDK makes the difference in the market, right? Is 
giving operators or users the opportunity to deploy quicker and, and faster and ultimately turn, turning around the product to the end customer quicker, keeping them yeah. happy, right? Yeah, definitely. Um, now, obviously, you're a global company and you work, you know, you yourself work predominantly, as you said, bridging the gap between Korea and, and Europe. How do you see RDK being used globally amongst competitors? Um, and, and how big do you think this could really get? Well, it's always hard to talk about competitors, right, JB? But I will do my best. <laughs> so, I, I mean, uh, Kayon, Kayon is investing a lot on becoming an influencer for RDKV, right? So, as we believe that this framework is sufficiently adaptive to meet two key elements, time to market and cost, right? So our focus is to have the same framework running in any host CPU, regardless of which, which, uh, which uh, part number we are talking uh, uh, here, to address the dynamic needs from content availability to video quality streams, codex support, DRM supports, you name it, yeah? Regarding competition, you know, I can't really comment, but I can tell you that, you know, we definitely have a similar thinking here, for sure. Yeah, I don't think, you know, the strategy from the OEMs differentiates a lot when it comes to, you know, using this platform uh, globally, right? But if you allow me, let's do one step back, right? So, I mean, let's focus on the European markets. We have, what, five, six major operators driving it, right? So, I mean... Liberty, Sky, Comcast, not really in the plan, but, you know, Nosh, potentially more, right? So all of these operators have a common interest, right? Once again, fast time to markets and decrease the cost, yeah? And they also want to introduce at the same time more content, right? So I believe that RDKV is bringing these two distinct scenarios that will allow what I consider to be an exponential deployment grow in the coming I would say six to 12 months, yeah? Yeah. So number one, new deployments, new reference hardwares, new requirements driven by, you know, RDKv4, Firebolt framework, you name it, right? So this is one angle, right? The second angle is to use the current framework um, on, the, on the current deployed devices. And this can be the game changer. Why? Because when you compare, for example, uh, Android TV, Linux, you know, they all have an application store, right? At the end of the day, they all have the same apps available, right? They all have integrations done with different DRMs, different cars. They even have potentially used the same launcher, yeah? So, but they differentiate mainly on the hardware resources, right? So for example, Android TV needs minimum, I think it's like a two gig memory configuration, 17K DMIPS. RDKV needs way less, right? So it's 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 a hungerless uh, uh, platform or framework, if you want to call it like this. So this is what I believe it will happen. Yeah, maybe, you know, Jamie, like you were saying, um, we can beat again in six months on one year and uh, our podcast should start on this point yeah carlos you told me six months ago uh, what is your position right now yeah so 
this is how I see things happening, right? I cannot actually comment on the strategy of other OEMs, but I can comment on our strategy. And this second angle on the migration of uh, current employee uh, products is definitely a way to go. Yeah, I can I can see this stream happening. Definitely, yeah. And it's, it's, it's again, you know, every touch point is, it's an open access to faster evolution. So what we might be talking about today, six to 12 months time, we could be talking about the next big thing with RDK, Correct. right? And, 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 and the options that it gives you. And I think on, on, on that note, you know, how do you think RDK can evolve within both video and broadband in the future? Uh, so, I mean, um, this is definitely not an easy answer, right? Because, um, well, because the video part and the broadband part, they run into different paces and they also have different requirements. Let's put things like that, right? And to be honest, I don't have a straightforward solution, but what we definitely see you know, more and more is a convergency between the video and the broadband and vice versa, right? Not just video converging into broadband, but actually the other way around, yeah? So look, on the broadband sides, what we are trying to do, and we have some examples already trying to be uh, running in Europe, we are creating this hardware abstraction layer, right? Where the same software stack can run in any hardware, right? On the video sides, with the direction to you know RDKV for mainly, we also want to achieve a common build, right? That can be used by all RDK community and create references devices. So it's the same thinking, isn't it, Jamie? Yeah, it's very similar. At the end of at, at, at the end of the day, right, we want to achieve you know this buzzword that we call this common porting layer right and enable an easy upgrade to the latest rdk releases and utilities regardless if we're talking about video or we are talking about broadband right and utilities be services right i mean video has the dock you know broadband will have you know potentially this app store concept right so now the question is for me you know this is the easy part right the question is how do we create the link between the broadband and the video, right? Because customers at the end of the day, they want a seamless experience. They want to access the content anywhere and everywhere. And operators want to give these as an enabler, right? So I pause my setup box, I go to the, my iPads and I continue my experience, right? So OTT apps already do this. Yeah, sometimes with some, you know, additional applications. Uh, but how do you achieve this with, for example, linear TV? That is even more challenging, right? So I definitely see, for example, Wi-Fi uh, bringing or bringing these two ecosystems together or becoming the first bridge between the two domains, providing this connectivity concept everywhere, right? So, but, you know, once again, it's, uh, I wouldn't say it's two different work streams. Once again, I truly believe that they will merge somewhere. Uh, you have plenty of initiatives out there where addresses pretty much on the broadband, you know, IPTV, multicast streams, no packet drops. So all of this is related to what RDKV is also trying to address, right? 
the content protection is a different ballgame and I definitely do not want to, to enter uh, there, there yeah, because it's complex and the video backend is very complex. But look, I mean, could be a, a way to move, to penetrate. Yeah, I wouldn't say this is applicable for what we call tier one operators, right, Jamie? Because usually tier one operators, they have their R&D centers, they, you know, they develop on top of the framework. But maybe this is something very, you know, applicable for, you know, smaller operators, you know, well, let's call it tier two operators. I don't like this terminology, but I will use it, sorry. Um, you know, that <laughs> want something fast, yeah, that want something everywhere and they don't have the time or, you know, the expenditure to uh, to build, you know, a 300, 400 uh, R&D center uh, uh, full of people, right? So it really depends. I believe they will converge and I honestly think that Wi-Fi uh, becoming, you know, specifically now on this COVID situation is definitely a topic, yeah, and it will drive this convergency. I truly believe in that. Absolutely. I agree with you as well. I'm probably one of the few people who had to upgrade my Wi-Fi when we went work from home last year. As <laughs> there well. we go. Um, but look, Carlos, it's, it's, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on the podcast. Um, great information uh, into what Cone Media are doing and, and can offer to the market. Um, and thank you so much to, to our listeners as well. Um, before we go, Carlos, where can we find you online? Well, uh, I mean, uh, of course, you know, uh, knmedia.com, right? So that is pretty much where uh, you can uh, uh, find all the portfolio and offer of what we are doing inside Kayon. You know, I'm also available on the digital uh, 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 marketing tools. Let's put things like that once again. Um, you know, I can also share my uh, email address, right? So carlos.santos at kaonmedia.com. So if you have any questions, any doubts, or even if you want to just, you know, uh, dispute or, you know, enhance the conversation of this podcast, I will be very happy. Once again, you know, there is no secrets. Yeah, I mean, and there is no secret sauce and there is not, not only one, one single solution. So I think, you know, I welcome any comments uh, from this session. Uh, much appreciated. I keep learning based on the feedback, right? So thank you. Perfect. Now, please make sure that you follow us on Twitter and LinkedIn using the handle at the RDK podcast. And please don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel so you get notified every time we upload a new episode. For now, take care and let's continue the conversation. <laughs>